the other side of it is that you can go full-time fairly quickly depending on the niche or business you are in. Mm -hmm. If you go into YouTube having a product to sell, whether physical or digital product, you can monetize really quickly and become full-time really quickly. Mm -hmm. I know real estate agents that uh, do coaching and consulting and things like that have very small YouTube channels, like 10,000 or less, and they are killing it uh, financially because of the model in which they have their YouTube channel helping their business. So I just think it's it's accepting that it doesn't have to look like the millions. You can just build your own path in it because it is unconventional. Welcome to the Think Media Podcast. My name is Heather Torres and I'm your host here of this show where we help you build your influence on YouTube and then turn that influence into a high impact and a high profit online business. Today, I am so excited because I am joined by one of our Think Media family members, Omar El Takori. In today's video, we're gonna be walking through what it took to become a full-time YouTuber and five secrets that Omar has learned over his journey of becoming a YouTuber. Now, if you've not met Omar over on our Think Media channel, he's actually been creating video, uh, not just with Think Media, but for the last 15 years. He's helped Think Media grow to over 2 million subscribers and has accumulated over 23 million views on videos he's created for the channel. Every day, his content is reaching thousands of people with the purpose of helping them get better with video. Omar's influenced product development for major brands like Sony, Canon, and Adobe. He's also helped dozens of industry-leading experts launch their video podcast and is an expert in the space. Let's get into today's featured conversation with Omar El Takori. Okay, I am beyond excited because this day is finally here. Omar, I've wanted to have you on the podcast for a few years now. We finally made it happen, and I'm excited to bring you to the Think Media fam. Man, I'm pumped to be a part of the Think Media fam in so many ways, but excited to actually sit down and uh, talk about a little, a couple things that I've learned over the last few years. Yes, and we're gonna dive into um, some of the secrets to becoming a full-time YouTuber. You've been a full-time YouTuber for a few years now, but I'd like to take the story back, you know, uh, young Omar, and really how you even got into video and how you got into YouTube in general. Yeah, I mean, it all started in high school. I took an elective, as most people get an option to, and I took uh, broadcast journalism, and it's the people that make the morning announcements. And I always thought it was so cool, because like, second period rolls around and you watch people on screen and they make fun commercials and things like that. And so when I took that, I, I, I just fell in love with the process of creating videos and the creativity behind making videos. And so I ended up going to Target, getting like what is called like a USB flip at the time. It had a pop out USB that you can plug in your computer to transfer footage. But I started vlogging, downloaded Sony Vegas uh, illegally because uh, I was just in high school, couldn't afford it. But started making videos and then you know some of my friends started making music then i started making music videos and a uh, long story short here i am like almost 15 years later and i'm now teaching all this stuff so it's really i, I found myself really in a cool position um to be able to teach the things that i've learned over the course of the years but that's kind of how it started and then you know uh, as far as like when me and sean got connected this was like 2016 sean was uh, doing YouTube kind of by himself, shooting, editing, and all that stuff. And that's when he connected with you and he wanted to put together a course with you, uh, Video Ranking Academy. And this is when we ran into each other at the gym. 
Uh, he said, let's go grab coffee. I need help. And at the time I was kind of doing freelance work and that the rest is kind of history. That was 2016. I think the channel was at around 70,000 subs at the time. And, um, and yeah, it's been crazy. And then, you know, fast forward to, I think around 2019 would be the first time where he put me on the channel. Like I left from being behind the camera, getting in front of the camera. And, uh, we did a collab on a couple of videos and then, uh, sure, surely, but surely, uh, slowly but surely uh you know started making videos by myself and here we are later you know post all the crazy things where we got full-time creators and i'm probably close to 200 videos in um and so i've learned a lot in the process uh kind of went full-time on in front of the camera at around 700,000 subs and we just recently passed 2 million and so it's been a journey and it's been really cool but i'm excited to share these secrets it makes me so excited to have you on because I've seen your journey. I've seen you grow into becoming a full-time YouTuber from behind the camera to in front of the camera. And you're right, there's there are some lessons that you um, that you learned throughout that. The first one really is learn the language of video. And I want you to go deeper into that because I think that as people come into this space, um, they think it's just like a, a cash machine, right? Like, bing, yeah. it's all gonna work. <laughs> um, but what does it mean to learn the language of video? I think uh, it, it encompasses so much, but I think one uh, way I kind of try to make it similarly communicated is that I, I think video creation is a, is a new form of language. Uh, 2010, they stopped teaching cursive or they gave teachers the option to stop teaching it. And I believe like the world's newest way of communication is through video. And uh, when I when I think about video being a language, I think of it in the sense of like you understanding the general gist of what it entails to create a video. What is audio? What is lighting? Uh, a little bit about editing, just a little bit, because uh, I'm finding that most people uh, that want to just pay their way to success, mm -hmm. they, they're wanting other people to think for them in that regard, but you're, you, you're, you're robbing yourself from the ability to speak into uh, what you are building. And, uh, and so I see it like, you know, if you go on like a vacation and you had a translator with you, it'd be kind of frustrated, uh, frustrating to make your way along the land but if you knew the language a little bit and can get by and buy, the, you know, make a couple purchases here and there, you can find your way through the towns better. And so I would say it like just uh, giving the time of investment to learn the video game, I guess you could say. And uh, just this, and I think there is a level of just enough mm -hmm. in this regard, like knowing what it is to be in focus and what it what it takes to have a back a blurry background and uh, knowing what you know kind of setup you need to go for for the type of content you want to produce. I just think that committing to learning video as a language is uh, is key. And so uh, that might just be buying a camera just to learn it, mm -hmm. going on Think Media and watching a tutorial. Um, that may be getting some video clips and, and trying to edit it yourself and learning how to add a title and so that you know that it's called put a title on that video when you're correcting your future editor. Um, so I, I just think it, it'll help you communicate what you're trying to do over time when you learn video. And so that's what Think Media is for. That's kind of like why we exist is so that people who know nothing about video can get started when it comes to either editing, just using your smartphone, wanting to start live streaming, starting a video podcast like this. We want to help you uh, learn those things. And that's who I'm thinking about when I'm creating this content.
Yeah, I love so much when you talk about even just like the language of video. Um, even over the years, as you know, we've seen video platforms come and go, Vine, and now now we've TikTok, and now YouTube has Shorts, and then long form video, and then video podcasts. <laughs> like um, the language is also changing too, it's so it's staying up to date with that. And I think you know, number two would be becoming a YouTube connoisseur and really understanding the game of YouTube because what's incredible is that this is one of the fastest growing small business types. YouTube alone has over 400,000 full-time content Crazy. creators happening and that's just starting like we're just at the beginning of this yeah. and so for you to really speak into what does it mean to become a YouTube connoisseur and understand this platform specifically yeah I I think it's kind of hard to win at a sport if you don't know how to play it you yeah, know I picked up golf and I learned that there's two ways of learning golf number one is like actually playing the sport and the other one of it is the etiquette like you could play with a group of people and if you have the wrong etiquette, they will not want to play with you. I think learning like the etiquette of YouTube, why things work on YouTube and what I mean by being a YouTube connoisseur, like do you even enjoy watching YouTube videos or do you see it as a cash grab? I mean, uh, I genuinely enjoy at the end of my day going on my YouTube TV. I put my money where my mouth is. I pay for YouTube TV and uh, or YouTube uh, Red. Mm -hmm. And we. I just, I don't know, I, I watch YouTube videos. I just love YouTube. I love that like everyday people can create amazing content, but also you can get the high level stuff from like whatever people you wanna follow or subscribe to. But I think there's just so much uh, when it comes to consuming uh, YouTube videos, you're learning, you're absorbing. And, and then it allows you to kind of like process and how you can communicate that in your own way and when you're creating your videos or trying to communicate to your audience and maybe hop on a trend or something. Like just simply being on YouTube uh, and consuming it can give you so many video ideas. You know, there's this guy right now who's kind of like the new golden child of YouTube. His name's Ryan Trahan. Mm -hmm. He's literally taking over YouTube. I would say if you are listening to this video podcast and you want to be a full-time YouTuber and you don't know who Ryan Trahan is right now, you need to fall in love with the game of YouTube mm -hmm. or become a YouTube connoisseur. And so uh, I just think it, it only helps. Um, it's, it's hard to, to be an expert in something if you don't even know, understand how it's even happening. And so, you know, adjusting fire, knowing that shorts are getting a lot of love. So like, what does that mean for your channel? Uh, and, and learning the, the things along the lines of uh, what is working for other people and how other industries and niches are creating videos is just so helpful for you to carry that on in your uh, YouTube journey. Yeah, and I, I think also what I love about becoming a YouTube connoisseur as a full-time YouTuber is you do get to kind of pick from the buffet of all these different types of creators. You know, there's creators who are just using their smartphone, mm -hmm. creating great content, and then there's creators who are building out massive studios and sets. And so it's pulling from those pieces right. and figuring out what's gonna work for you. And it, I think it helps with your voice. It does. You know, I, I've, I've taken on communication at our church, being able to preach a couple weekends in the year. And my pastor told me that like, you know, find three voices, like, and you should be a culmination of those three with you in it. So mm -hmm. it really becomes you. I think in the same way, based off of your interests and who you're subscribed to and the type of videos you're attracted to, all that kind of plays a role on like the type of creator you kind of want to be. Mm -hmm. And that, you, that can actually influence you in such a good way. Mm -hmm. This video is sponsored by StreamYard. This is our go-to platform for live streaming to YouTube and Facebook, especially when we have multiple people joining us on a stream. With an incredibly easy to use interface for doing cool transitions, bringing in text on the screen, and seamlessly bringing on guests. 
this is the perfect platform for the new and experienced creators alike. Next is never forget who you're serving. As you become a full-time YouTuber, it, it is, I mean, I'm sorry mm -hmm. to tell you Think Media Podcast, it is a job, right? <laughs> like becoming a full-time YouTuber, it's work, mm -hmm. um, but never really forgetting who you're serving, right? Because as you grow, um, that doesn't mean that your audience necessarily is growing in that way. Go deeper on that for me. Yeah, I, I, I can see how so many YouTubers who kind of just do the traditional route and build an influence on just like them and that's kind of it. Uh, they kind of just hit, I believe, like a tipping point. And sometimes it results in like burnout, but it also results in like, dude, I'm kind of bored and you know, it's, I'm, I'm over this person, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think there's so, there's so much wisdom in realizing who you are constantly trying to reach. And I always like to say this, but like the person that I'm always thinking of when I'm creating content in the most healthy way possible is Heather Torres. <laughs> you know, she's a uh, mom who takes care of three kids and they homeschool her, her and her husband. And she's trying to learn the game of video and learn the language. And so uh, as the person who can speak it f uh, fluently, I wanna always remember that she doesn't always know the terminologies I know. She doesn't always know the the insider language that I, that I know based off of the gear and the tech that I'm talking about. And so, keeping her at the fore forefront is really helping me create videos mm -hmm. but i can i i found myself in certain uh, seasons where i'm like just on autopilot you know mm -hmm. like it's just i'm making the video just cuz we got to crank out another video you know but keeping the person that i'm trying to help and i think we always we we help or we uh, encourage people to always Think about the person you are still trying to reach. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you've reached a handful of them, but there's still more of those people that you need to reach. And th th we always encourage that the biggest group of people in any industry is the beginner group of people, the mm -hmm. people just getting into whatever the thing it is that you are teaching. And so there are always new people coming into the game of creating content. And so I don't want to lose that. And so I, I don't want you to lose that. Don't lose your love for the person that's just new. Uh, we always encourage repetition. Just be repetitive. Don't get annoyed with yourself saying the same thing over and over. You got to just press record. <laughs> you got to punch fear in the face. Um, but I, I just think it's it's a key element uh, when creating videos, especially at the, and just take it from us, at the level we're creating videos at, uploading upwards to 10 videos a week on mm -hmm. Think Media uh, and, and the Think Media podcast combined, we are we are thinking about the person we are serving uh, first, and then we go start creating. So so good. Becoming a full time YouTuber uh, a lot of times can be lonely. Did you ever experience being lonely becoming a full time YouTuber? And what advice do you have to people who are wanting to step into that? Um, what should they be looking for in building community? Yeah, I think like you mentioned about YouTube being like a small business, like in YouTube in some sense, if you're wanting to become a full time YouTuber, you are going on the entrepreneur journey that's a journey i have found is kind of lonely mm -hmm. you know when i first quit my job uh, at a church that i was working at and wanted to pursue just my freelance work and creative work you know i'm hitting up people like hey you want to go grab lunch like sorry man in a meeting like hey how about tomorrow no i got this thing going like dang dude i just want to grab lunch with somebody like it does get lonely yeah. and and so 
finding people you can connect with, uh, whether it's in your niche or it's in or it's with people who are doing the same thing you're doing, can be so beneficial to you staying in it for the long haul. Mm -hmm. uh, this isn't a sprint. We say that YouTube is a marathon, and if you want to last, you're gonna need community to help you, encourage you when you run out of video ideas or when you uploaded that video and you accidentally said something that might get you canceled or something, you know, like, I don't know. But like, you need the encouragement and the community to surround you. And that's what we have at so many different levels here at Think Media. We have it on a, you know, uh, uh, on an organizational level with each other mm -hmm. and able to speak into each other and encourage each other. But also the communi communities we're creating for other creators, uh, like with this podcast, like on Think Media or our VRA students or our bootcamp students, like we just wanna create communities so people can connect with other people that are in the same journey so that they know that they're not alone in doing this and that you can bounce back ideas. I think the powerful thing about community is, you know, the the idea of testing. Mm -hmm. Hey, what do you think about this thumbnail versus this one? This one's much better. Like, and we have we have a thumbnail thread, but I still like texting Kyle. Just, you know, this one or this one. Double tap heart. Boom. Helpful. I needed that. You know, I, I needed to go to sleep at this tonight, and so I needed that uh, affirmation, Kyle. Thank you. Um, but I, I just think it's so powerful to have that community to to dial in certain titles, maybe, or even talk through like, how was your week? Why didn't you upload that video? You said you were going to upload a video. How about accountability mm -hmm. with your community? So, I think if you want to be a full time creator, it's just kind of overlooked that you got to do it all yourself. But the reality is, is you're going to need a community. Yeah. And talking about the journey of even becoming a full-time content creator, a full-time YouTuber specifically, um, I think it's really interesting. We've had this conversation before that um, to our kids, your daughter, my kids, this is quote unquote normal, right? Yeah. Like what we do, what oh, mom right. and dad do, what, you know. It's, it's just, so funny actually seeing Ruby yeah. talk like she's on YouTube yeah. or like she's like, hey, Papa, can I take a thumbnail? <laughs> Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so what we're doing, what we're building as a full-time YouTuber, both of us, uh, is it's unconventional, right. right? This journey is unconventional. And actually leaning into that, let, let's go deeper into this journey is unconventional and that's part of becoming a full-time YouTuber. Yeah. I, I think the idea of being a full-time YouTube YouTuber, being unconventional in nature is something you just need to accept because you know, you said a stat, like how many YouTube creators are full-time? Like, yeah, over 400,000. I actually think that's dirty data. Yeah. Because there are people behind that 400,000 creating content, editing videos, strategically planning, coming up with video ideas. Like we have full-time YouTubers at Think Media, I think around about 20 plus full-time YouTubers because we all work for a channel mm -hmm. called Think Media. So I think the the nature can go so widespread uh, that is one one angle of it. One angle of it is that you can be a full-time YouTuber like I was with Sean, not being in front of the camera, but being behind the camera. I would consider you a full-time YouTuber. You're developing the skills. You're learning the culture of YouTube. You're consuming the content. Dude, you are a YouTuber or dudette. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other side of it is that you can go full-time fairly quickly depending on the niche or business you are in. Mm -hmm. If you go into YouTube having a product to sell, whether physical or digital product, you can monetize really quickly and become full-time really quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Maybe you're a real estate agent. I know real estate agents that uh, do coaching and consulting and things like that have very small YouTube channels, like 10,000 or less, and they are killing it uh, financially because of the model in which they have their YouTube channel helping their business. So I just think it's it's accepting that it doesn't have to look like the millions. It doesn't have to look like uh, what's traditional youtube you know, mm -hmm. like, and, uh, um, and that you can just build your own path in it because 
it is unconventional. You know, the I mentioned that kid Ryan Trahan doing something that we've never seen before. Well, he's doing something unconventional. Mm -hmm. We've never seen this before. What's going to come from this? We're going to see a lot of things coming from people learning from what he's doing and doing it until there's just another Ryan or whoever the next person is doing something again unconventional. So I would I would go so far to say YouTube rewards unconventionalism <laughs> you know if you can figure out a way to reach your audience in a new fresh way uh that's another angle to it but i just think the idea and the secret being that like you need to accept the reality that you being a full-time youtuber is not necessarily normal yeah okay i'm throwing this uh wild card at you oh dang here we go what do you love about being a full-time youtuber oh man uh i would say maybe maybe the first thing that comes to mind uh in regards to what I love about being a full-time YouTuber is when I get to meet the people in person, mm -hmm. when I catch them at a convention or a conference and they tell me how helpful the videos are. I'm in the comments like crazy. I understand that making these videos are helping a ton of people, but it's when that when the people share their story real quick, whether, you know, how, I, how it's helped them go from this place to that place, it really does make me encouraged to keep making videos back to community you know i need the human connection still even though you know we are connected in some capacity online and all that stuff but um it, it it's funny because there can go weeks where i don't leave if like a five mile radius you know like uh, kyle anderson studios is maybe a seven minute drive from my house and uh, that's where we record just so yeah, people know yeah this is like, where we record uh, it's not really a studio actually it's not it's a real <laughs> studio we had somebody come who thought it was an actual studio and they're like oh it's a house it's a house <laughs> yeah but uh but then when i get out there and you know go to these conventions and conferences i don't i'm just so encouraged to see that the content is helping you mm -hmm. you know uh, when people say thank you it goes a long way for me like because you know, we make these videos uh, a kind of uh, in an offense mentality, like whether you like it or not, we're putting out this video type thing, but just it's good to know that it's being received well and it's actually helping people. And so I would say that's one of my favorite things and uh, one of the coolest things about being a full-time YouTuber. What are you excited about for this next uh, phase in YouTube? As YouTube's growing, as more people are becoming full-timers. I mean, we actually, we just heard from a student today. They just reached 100,000. They are now full-time, 100,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. They're now full-time they're starting to grow a team like we're seeing this happen in our community on a weekly basis now what are you excited about for the future of youtube i think i'm just more excited to see it work for more people like because i genuinely believe there's a space for you on youtube and that there is a place for you and that it's it's not too crowded youtube has a way of making uh, the 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 idea of it being crowded like not be real because mm -hmm. you see everyday newcomers grow and thrive they've just found their way of reaching their audience in a new unconventional way so I think it's more or less like uh, I I get excited seeing these newer creators like Orion seeing newer creators or or even when when my life is changing like. I maybe want to buy a van or an RV. And so Yes, wait, can we pause there? Wait. I'm so pumped Omar started watching van I know, lifers. <laughs> I know. I started and then, and then I stumble upon people who are killing it. it it's yeah. just kind of cool. It's like it's like YouTube is just the the the, the younger brother the older brother you never had, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it'll it'll be there with the people that you need help from uh for my future as whoever I'm, how I'm growing as a human being, mm -hmm. uh, but also the the newcomers and the people who just somehow we're able to hit a million subscribers in a month like that's exciting like to learn people who are jumping in and still finding a huge success so i i, I think i'm excited that the the opportunity of youtube is still wide open 
Yeah. Well, thanks, Omar, for... Uh, it so fun. We did it. We, I did it. We did it. Uh, this is the first of many times Omar is going to be... Thank uh, you for inviting me on your show, Heather. <laughs> you know, I'm here for all of the firsts, you know? <laughs> um, but you share so much wisdom uh, on a weekly basis over on our Think Media channel. And you've been crushing the reels right now, Omar, over on your Instagram. So make sure you follow Omar over on Instagram uh, if you want to see not just Omar, but the cutest cutest toddler ever because uh, Ruby Ruby's a, a content creator now as well she's so. the secret to the brand yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, thanks so much for being on thank you well, I hope that you got value out of that conversation. I always love having the Think Fam here in the studio and on the show. Wasn't that great to get to hear a little bit more about Omar's story and you know just his secrets to becoming a full-time YouTuber? And uh, if you want to see another featured content creator here on the show, let me know in the comment section below if you are watching on YouTube. And if you've not yet rated and reviewed the podcast over on Apple iTunes and you are an avid listener over there, I'm gonna encourage you to go over and actually rate and review the show. It helps us see um, if we're delivering the right content that you like, and it helps other content creators know that they are in the right place when they read those reviews. Today's review comes from Lori Blue Eyes, and she says, awesome team to follow. If you are even entertaining the idea of creating a YouTube channel, this is the podcast for you. Such great information. Thanks, Lori, for leaving that review. I'm so grateful for you being a part of our Think Media family. And I hope that today's episode has brought you value and that you are going to be on the path to becoming a full-time YouTuber. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're watching or listening on, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.